going on everybody welcome back to yet another episode of batting practice our weekly so rare mlb and all things so rare podcast um if you'll notice behind me you can see that there is light shining through the door we are recording this during the day on a wednesday which is pretty wild for us something a little bit different and as you'll notice throughout this podcast it's going to be a little bit different um we'll get into that a little bit later but as now how is it going boys we're good. I'm, We're, I feel uh, like I'm awake. Yeah. Right. Ooh. <laughs> right. It's different. Different. It is Light different. Outside. It's not depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Though yeah. I will say it's one o'clock right now, um, Central Time. It'll be dark in three hours. It is the shortest day of the year today. So it is. Enjoy it while it lasts, because it's it's not sticking around for long. No, and it's going to get very bitter cold where and Josh snow. and I live. Yes, and snow. Um, another good old polar vortex. Yes. So that should so that should be very fun. Luckily, there's really not uh NBA is the only sport, and I guess uh, NFL. That'll be fun, I guess, for those people playing outside. Um Ooh. my buddy was trying to get me to go to the Packers game uh a couple months ago. They play on the 24th at Lambeau outside mm. for like the European mm. listeners. We're probably talking like minus i don't even know what that is in celsius but it's bitter cold Very like the cold. coldest you've ever felt um so happy to be inside even on this the shortest day of the year yeah right yeah i just got back from a walk with my dog and it is currently 12 degrees fahrenheit outside so it's, it's a very chilly walk we only made it a mile and then we were done <laughs> <laughs> wow nice yeah that's still pretty good uh, though yeah. It's a balmy 46 here. Oh, man, I would so, take that. Wow, that's toasty. <laughs> right. So we got shorts on. There you go. That's all that matters. <laughs> I mean, guys, how many how many days until we see a baseball game? Like, it's, it's less than 100. We just passed the 100 mark, like, oh, really? two days ago. We I did. 100? It's probably exactly 95-ish. I don't know. Yeah. Not exactly. But, yeah. Wow. Less than a hundred, three months or so. Yeah, pitchers and catchers I mean, report and like just think December twentieth, three yeah. months from now is uh March twenty, March twenty first, sorry. Yeah. The season starts at the end of March, yeah. Where it's is, it's coming fast. And we're seeing teams make uh some big splashes in the off season. We'll definitely cover that we're in seeing a few a future episodes. Team. I think you mean that's true, yeah. Yeah. So just they're, the they're one cornering the market. Yeah. <laughs> it's been pretty tame. Pretty normal. Judge stayed with the Yankees. Nothing too crazy, except for one team, the Mets, yeah. the other New York team. Right. Um. Yeah, splashing out a total of eight hundred and sixty million dollars this off season, or something like that. That's wow. why. That's insane. Obviously, not being all spent next year, being spent over the course of years to come. But still, eight hundred sixty mil. 
they put That's... in this offseason. Pitchers, catchers, outfielders, infielders, everyone. It seems like they just got everyone. And they lost DeGrom. Right. It's crazy how many people they've signed. So the Mets have signed everyone. Everyone. Everyone's going to New York. The funny thing is, is will they even be able to beat the Phillies? Yeah, right. Nope. <laughs> that's not that's a price. Be, Phillies, Phillies, anything have, to Phillies say. have had some some solid signings too. This it's up. true. It's gonna be really awkward if yeah. if they spent all that money and they can't even win a World Series. Yeah, because oh, I think yeah. that's <laughs> what they're caught Barcelona. <laughs> Soccer's different. Soccer's got that oil money. It's true. That's true. Yeah, to all the soccer fans out there, eight hundred million probably doesn't sound like a lot to you, but in baseball, it's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So, so if you guys can't tell, we're doing a a baseball episode. What in what? December? What? I guess it, technically this is Happy New Year. I yeah. want to say this is yeah. technically January's first episode. Whoa. So Happy New Year, even though we're uh, recording in December. Yeah. As explained in the last episode, but uh, yeah. Happy New Year, episode 18, an MLB episode in the offseason, the first of a few to come. We just kind of want to talk about it. We kind of want to get a little preliminary uh, guide going, I guess you could say, on how to start, at least what to start thinking about in terms of next season, and not just in terms of like the actual season, but in terms of how it related. So rare, of course, to our product, our beloved product. Um, so yeah, uh, we're just going to kind of go around and talk about what we have in terms of positioning, in terms of baseball and what we have in terms of scoring a little bit of, uh, kind of how the game works. We're not going to go into every single rule because honestly, if you've ever seen a John boy media video on YouTube, uh, it seems like even the umpires don't even know the rules of their own game or at least sometimes. Absolutely. So, wow. uh, but yeah, True. just some basics here. But it's the uh, it's the baseball episode. It's the, this is like a friends TV episode. This would be like the, the one with the, the one baseball? about baseball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the I one mean, where I... Andrew doesn't embarrass himself about losing money. Oh, was, the one where I predict one. Argentina to win. Actually, wait, uh, yeah, should yeah, I yeah. should I should I predict the World Series? Mm. Wait, no, let's hear it. Should let's I do hear it? it? Let's ploof it up uh, right now. Ploof it up. Oh man, I don't even know at this point. Uh. You know what? I'll go Mets. Let's Are you go going Mets? Wow. All Let's right. go Mets. Sometimes, if you can't bait them, join them. There you go. Actually, they paid me on the bandwagon. They, they actually contributed to us. Uh, they're our first sponsor. Uh, <laughs> ah, That'd be sick. First donation yeah, from Steve Cohen himself. I was going to say, Steve is throwing on money like it's nothing. Yeah, so, he if he wants, the podcast. we wouldn't say no. So rare. I'd wear some nice stuff. Yeah. So uh <laughs> so let's 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 get right into it. Uh we got some fun stuff. We got an awesome sporkle at the end, which I have no idea what it's gonna be like too, but it's uh it's a fun one, which we'll get to. But so rare. MLB has been what could you say? One give me one word to describe it in this offseason. Cause neglected is the one that comes to my mind. <laughs> I would say quiet. Underrated. Quiet. That's a good oh, word. Yeah. Forgotten. Yeah. So um forgotten. What, what do you think first and foremost before we get into any rules or anything? What what can we, what 
should we at least hope to expect from Sower, the product itself, in the next three months, less than 100 days until the actual start of the season? Yeah, I think I think they're actually onto something with the the collections that, or I should say, the collection that they put out. Um, although it was the not mission. the scouting mission, yeah, I know. Although it was not very accessible for a lot of players, I think the the concept and the idea of it is a good idea, especially for the off season. Um, so I'm really hoping we see a few more collections that are more doable with some different maybe NFT special card rewards. Um, I know they talked about it in the year in review. So I'm hoping that is foreshadowing for for what what's to come still in the off season. There is still three months left. That's plenty of time to to add some stuff in. Um, but that's one big thing that I'm looking forward to hopefully um, getting some new scouting missions coming up in the near future. Yeah. I think for me, the game modes aspect of it, we've seen sower nba get very creative around and even even football to some extent but i think nba has been a pioneer in introducing fun new ways to play um i think like in a given week you can kind of enter within the same scarcity like at least you know more than two competitions whereas in baseball it's just been the do they still use contender and champion for baseball is it the same language as nba um but either way there's two competitions at every level. Oh yeah, the pro pro and common um, all-star. All-star. Or all-star yeah. and all-star. wow, how quickly Come we on, we're a, we're a yeah. we're a, a so rare product here. I mean it's well okay so rare get your names consistent. Pro like, and sorry. all-star. Pro and all-star. Okay. Like what does that even which mean? mean yeah which which honestly don't like from a semantic standpoint like it's like saying premier and championship. Like, what the heck does that even mean? Like, which one's better? Um, well, in soccer, we know. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's I, I think, <laughs> 2023 resolution, get your name straight so rare. Um, and make them make sense. But I guess real football also doesn't make sense. Um, but I would say they need to, in my opinion, bring new game modes to the MLB product. I think that will breathe new life into it. Uh, I'd also echo what Josh said about collections. I think that'll help build the collectability of baseball cards. So we, as we know, baseball in real life was the first kind of trading card collectible. And I think one of the first fantasy games as well. Uh, so let's let's see if they can um, kind of reignite the passion that a lot of people have for it. Yeah. yeah. And I don't I think mean, there's anything... Me. I don't think there's anything wrong with announcing new game modes like not necessarily now, but not right as the season's starting. Like, do it a month or two in advance so people can scout and prepare for those new game modes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, something we did not see at all was, um, like a game mode, an off-season game mode. At least mm-hmm. we haven't seen it. I know we speculated, like, what if they chose like a random week? uh during the week and used their scores from that week and gave out rewards like that we haven't seen anything like in terms of scoring in terms of a game mode like that in the offseason you think we'll get anything like that or just maybe a few more scouting missions um have we given up hope for anything more than maybe a few more scouting missions in the next three months it's hard to say um because we're now 
a good two months into the off season. And I get those two months were filled with NBA launching the world cup um, happening. So those are two huge events. Um, so I, I'm very understanding about the, the, the quietness, the forgottenness of SOAR MLB in the last two months. Um, but three, like I said, three months is a decent amount of time. I think they could definitely still add in something like you just mentioned. And I think too, and we're going to talk about it from a position standpoint, they could even combine scouting with a little bit of like position. Like I think the current, the last scouting mission collecting all of the previous MVPs kind of felt like a little bit of like a whale challenge because you, you literally had to go buy whatever the asking for price for all of those cards was. But I think they could educate people. For example, what if you did collect every position? Um, Cause there are nine baseball positions. Um, even though we play with seven um, in SO, SO seven for baseball. Um, but you know, that way you can teach people, Hey, like this is a catcher, this is a shortstop. And then people, you can kind of help them build a well-rounded gallery Whereas in basketball, the position doesn't matter as much because you can theoretically play five centers, five guards. Uh, did you just you just have to go under that point cap? Whereas baseball, just like football, is much more position based. So they could even do a simple scouting challenge, which is like assemble a nine player team and maybe get a a coach or a collectible. Who knows? It doesn't have to be another card. Mm-hmm. I think people will get excited for that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. So I guess, uh, speaking of which, you mentioned SO7, but in actual baseball, there are nine players on a team. Um, Nine players on the field. We're nine players on the field. There are 26 players on the whole team. And then in September, the roster is up to 40. That's something that we don't need to worry about. But nine players on the field, like in soccer, 11 at a time. Um, each playing their own separate position. Um, we got outfield, we got infield, uh, and then we got pitcher, we got catcher, so on and so forth. But let's we'll go over. Let's go over actual positions first before we go over the so rare positions. So let's start with our uh, with our outfielders here. So we got three positions here that each player can play in the outfield not each player can play but there's three separate positions that are in the outfield um we got center field left field and right field and it's simple enough if you are looking at a baseball field from top down left field is in the left outfield (laughs) center field is in the center of the outfield and right field is in the right outfield the outfield is the grass that is behind the uh, dirt on the infield, so on and so forth. Straightforward there in the outfield. It gets a little bit weird because lefties will hit the ball to right field and righties will hit the ball to the left field, but that's a bit different. But looking at the field from top down, we got those three positions in the outfield. And uh, something that Andrew mentioned is that uh, you will tend to see scores not really mattering between positions in basketball because of the way the matrix is weighted and it's kind of the same for outfielders in baseball. I would say, I would say left fielder, right fielder, center fielder. Most of the time, at least the way the scoring matrix works in so far, so far, they're going to score pretty similarly. Um, 
Consider this: positions. there's no defensive stats right. for, for baseball right, right now. Right. right. Let's right. let's say hypothetically, and, and we're, we're going to get into this. They do update the metrics to include some defensive stats. I would imagine center fielders would right. gen- generally in a baseball sense, center fielders kind of the captain of the outfield. They can they're responsible for covering the most amount of ground. They can shade left or right depending on where the balls hit. Um, so from a outfielder perspective, that's generally your most valuable uh fielder, and they'll probably get a majority of the catches hit to the outfield over a season. Um, so I would say like from a defensive standpoint, like Jacob said, does not matter right now because the matrix does not count any defense on like uh, football or basketball. But one thing we could see in 2023, which I would, I would, you know, I like to make predictions. I, I think we'll see it. I think center fielders uh, are, are, would be the most valuable position in the outfield. Do you guys oh, yeah. disagree or am I, am I wrong? I mean, we got, we got limited all offense, limited all defense and basketball. So I don't see why they couldn't, they would just have to create a whole new matrix because the defensive scoring already exists in basketball where there is no defensive scoring in baseball. Right. Um, but yes, center fielders just physically like the laws of physics, the ball will come back out towards center field more often than it'll go to left or right field. Plus, they have to cover more ground because they're going two ways, where usually the other player is usually going to be hit more towards their left or more towards the right, depending on what side of the field they're on. Um, but that being said, yeah, center fielder, long story short, is going to have that that more distinctive uh, defensive positioning. But in terms of offense, doesn't really matter. Uh, yeah, so left, center, and right field there in the outfield can't have any more than three players in the in fact i was going to say sometimes you can mess but after uh this past year you can't put more than three players in the outfield you can't put more than four in the infield so that's great we don't have to worry about niche scenarios it's awesome um so yeah <laughs> and and i would say to kind of add more color to the outfield this is generally the position where if a batter um hits a pretty far ball but is not quite a home run so a home run is when the ball like actually goes into the stands or leaves the stadium. Um, there's a, a wall generally um, that at the exactly uh, at the edge of the outfield, farthest away from home plate. Um, generally, for for those like Jacob said, pop flies, flyouts. Uh, they didn't quite hit it far enough to get a home run. That's generally when the outfielder becomes involved, or if a ball just gets through the infield. They're kind of that next line of defense um, in, in, you know, it's kind of like a, a, a center back versus a, a defensive midfielder. They're going to be the center back where the they'll really only receive the ball if uh, it's gotten past the midfield. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And then um, say what happens if the balls hit in between, say, the center fielder and the right fielder. That's called right center field. Um, there isn't a right center field position. It's just the part of the field. That's what it's called. Kind of like how the midfield on a soccer pitch is called midfield or so on and so forth. The eight yard box. It's not like a, you don't have an eight yard box or sorry, an 18 yard box position player. It's just called that just as right center field, left center field. It's all what it's called. But yeah. Uh, moving on fourth, if the ball's hit into the outfield, it's pretty tough to throw it all the way into where the ball needs to go. 
without having someone else in the infield. So next on the infield is everyone that plays on the dirt. Um, I here, believe Jacob, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up a oh, picture you're... here to give yes, a little bit. Better. Yeah, let's get a picture. Okay, there maybe. we go. So. Oh yeah! Wow, Bang. gorgeous. I like that you got the numbers too. Yeah, yeah. The um, number, the numbers really don't mean anything. Yeah, for, for all you beginners, but yeah. if you want to get really fancy, every position has a number assigned. Yeah, to it. just like uh, like a false nine in soccer, the striker, the center forward, is a nine. Just as in baseball, the right field mm-hmm. is considered that nine position. Um, yeah. but yeah, right field, center field, left field, infield. We got something a little bit weird there. We have we got three bases on the infield, so it makes sense. We got a first baseman, a second baseman, and a third baseman, right? That makes sense, right? First baseman plays a little bit towards the right of the first base. Sorry, the left of first base. Second baseman plays a little bit towards the right of second base. And the third baseman plays a little bit towards the right of third base. But there's kind of a gap that exists in between second and third, and that's why we throw an extra position in there called the shortstop. And the shortstop is actually probably like the center field of the infield as this person is going to be getting a lot of the big infield plays going on. They have a decently far throw to first. So any sort of ball not hit right at them is going to require uh, a tough throw to begin with. But also they have to be aware of everything going on for situations like double plays and cutoffs and so on and so forth, which again, we will all get it to, but we don't need to worry about that. We're just doing positions. So first base, uh, second base shortstop is the one that plays kind of in that weird in between second and third base position. And then third base hugs that line there. Um, The left field line um, is where that third baseman plays. So, uh anything you guys got to add on to that i i personally i got an affinity for third base because it's what i played in high school i think same with nosh yeah um i'm skipping two just for a second because we're just sticking with our main four infield position players right now um these um are different totally different than how they're lined up on so rare so which we will align those in a sec but uh what do you what do you guys got infield yeah, like Andrew was saying earlier, um, in terms of predictions, I've said this basically since the start of Sower MLB. I really want to see defensive stats included into the um, point matrix for MLB. Um, and I think the infield, they'd have to get a little bit more um, involved in their points matrix because they are more likely to get um, balls hit to them and record more outs than the outfield. Um, so I'm not sure how they would do that, but they'd probably have to lessen the point value, um, just because it happens more frequently in the infield than the outfield. And, the, and, and I think they, they definitely do that with soccer, where I think midfielders and, uh, defensive play, or defenders have different point totals for the same action on the, the pitch. So I definitely think that that could be done for baseball as well. Uh, but yeah, definitely agree, Josh, you know, the. And what would you say, which which of the infielder positions would you say would be the kind of most likely to get field outs in a in the during the game? Um, that's a good question. It really I this is a terrible answer, um, but it kind of depends. Um 
it really depends on what lineup you're facing on who's pitching that night. Um, we can get more into this late in a different episode, but different pitchers are more subject to some ground balls. <laughs> yeah. Out, yeah. Yeah. Pop-ups. So yeah, I would probably <laughs> say shortstop, but on any given night, it could be any of the positions in the yeah. infield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, more, more, people, more often than not, pe- people are right-handed. Yeah. Right-handers hit the ball to the left side, just the same way in soccer. Right, right hand or right footed players kick the ball to the left. Um, and if you have more of those players in a lineup, the ball will be hit to that side more often than not. So generally shortstops see the most amount of action. Um, but like Josh said, it it, it differs. Uh, every game is different, but that's more right. like a generalization. Um, the thing I'd add is this representation uh, will actually be how the defense is aligned coming this season. So before, one of the things that and we touched on this in previous episodes, uh, what's called the shift, which is where the, the second baseman or we've even seen the third baseman, um, they essentially align or build a wall uh, on the side that they think that the player is going to hit towards. Exactly. They build that wall, just like in soccer and a free kick. Uh, so if they think the guy's going to pull it to the to the left, They'll position everyone on the left side, essentially leaving a hole on the right hand side, uh, tempting them to try to to try to fit it down there. Um, but that is banned. You don't even need to worry about that now if you're just new to baseball. Now you can literally just look at this map and say, "Yep, shortstop plays in between second and third base, and second base plays in between first and second base." And this is how it will be aligned, uh, which should help. Um, as you can see, like the the kind of gaps between the 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 fielders, that's where the hitters are going to try to hit it towards. Um, so pe- basically, the goal in baseball is to hit it where they ain't, uh, and that is is the game in a nutshell. Yeah, and kind of going back to your question, Andrew, um, we did say shortstop, but it's also important to include that first base is involved in pretty much every play in the infield mm-hmm. that is that's a ground ball. Um, so whenever there's a ground ball to any of these positions in the infield, they do have to make the throw over to first base who will be on first base to get that runner out. Um, so the first baseman is is involved in the infield plays when it's a ground ball. So if they decided to include that into their scoring, um, the first baseman is involved in a lot of plays in the infield. Yep. Yeah, so the out the out has to be recorded at first base. Getting into some weird, a little bit of weird baseball rules, but generally, um, that's that's how it goes. But we'll get into some other examples in the future. But yeah, like Josh said, the first base. Maybe if they have an assist, if they, I don't think they should count uh, first baseman involvements and ground outs as an assist. But I mean, that would be then they would be the the meta they could player. Just do that first baseman. So you know how like a like a clean sheet for a keeper is a decisive, but for a center back, it's what only ten points or something, five points. That's definitely true. Yeah, they could they yeah. could do some sort of decisive versus just point. Like maybe a shortstop diving play is a decisive, but uh, it's just a a plus point one for the first baseman. I don't know something like that. Yeah. Um, but like we we're missing two positions still. We Whoa. are missing probably the most important two positions: the pitcher and the catcher. Of course, I I don't think 
there's another sport that uses these two. I was going to say cricket uses bowler. Bowler and is there a catcher or is uh, it just the keeper? <laughs> wicket keeper? I don't know. <laughs> Actually, maybe uh, it's pitcher. just the keeper. Yeah, the pitcher obviously is the one who pitches, the one who throws the ball, and the catcher is the one who receives it, who usually is the one also calling what pitches to throw, or at least getting the signs from the manager, but what pitches to throw in what certain scenarios. So uh, pitcher and catcher are weighted a little bit differently in so rare. Catchers especially, I think, are very weirdly weighted in so rare but we'll get into that. But pitchers, uh, pitchers are unique because they only play once every about five games or so because throwing a rock that weighs about five, six ounces or so, believe it or not, on repeat a hundred times over and over wears your arm out. Trust me, my elbow still does not work properly. Uh, and I'm 26 and I haven't pitched in baseball since I was 17 so but yes uh they have to rest they it, it'll otherwise it'll just destroy your arm destroy the ligaments in your arm so pitchers are only playing if once once they're only playing once per game week i'm not talking week in uh mlb i'm talking game week in so rare uh because the game weeks usually only last three to four days and if there's only three to four games in a game week and the pitcher's only playing one of those games, sorry, three to four games in an entire week, and then the pitcher's only starting one of those games, you're only getting one pitcher or one game pitched maybe for the week, not even for a game week. So uh, pitchers are what you're going to want to get a few of, definitely a few of in your Sorare lineup so you can have multiple uh, ready to go there and have different lineups ready to start because otherwise you might be pitcherless and pitchers are a big part of your team because they can put up pretty big scores for that single position um something Take else too about pitchers real quick real quick yeah. is that in uh different eligibility sorry different scarcities you need a rare and above pitcher so on and so forth so for rare uh lineups you need at least one rare pitcher even though you're still allowed a few limited cards for super rare you need at least one super rare pitcher even though you're still allowed a few rare cards and then obviously um i don't even know if there's unique competitions yet but yeah so go on no i was gonna say you you talked a lot about pitchers you want to go into the different kinds of pitchers um because yeah. i think it's important to note like that while the thankfully this is the only position where there are variations uh there's not like a first base uh closer there's this is really only applies to pitchers the other positions like jacob called out will play every game there's very little rotation uh, but pitcher is the probably one where like jacob said you'll need to have a lot and if you want to explain why um definitely go into the different types of pitchers yeah for sure so um pretend goalies in soccer uh rotated out with five or four other goalies uh, I guess that is what a starting pitcher would be like because every other position player could get subbed out theoretically in soccer for getting tired, for an injury, just for whatever, for lack of effort. <laughs> um, but the pitcher is kind of like the goalie um, where they will have like their one unique spot. Um, but anyways, we're not going to get too confusing here. 
um, your starting pitcher, I guess, is kind of like a goalie. And the starting pitcher is the one who is uh, playing once every four or five games or so. Um, he's the one throwing 100 pitches and then wearing out his arm and hopefully getting at least six innings, getting that quality start, getting you those extra so rare points. But he's the one eating up those innings for sure. But if he can't eat up all those innings, don't worry. He doesn't have to pitch the whole game and totally destroy his arm. Um, there's other pitchers too. That's where we bring in relievers. And relievers are pitchers that will play a lot more, uh, but they don't eat up as many innings as a starting pitcher. So, for example, a reliever on the Brewers is Devin Williams. And Devin Williams has a crazy, like, screwball, almost changeup-like pitch that is very hard to throw and requires a lot of arm action, a lot of that crazy arm action. And if he was throwing that 100 times a game, he would get worn out real quick. In fact, sometimes he gets worn out throwing it three times a game. <laughs> it seems like at the end of the season last year. So um, he will come in later in, in a close game and throw this crazy pitch for one inning. Um, and then he will rest. Uh, and he will come in and do his job as a reliever to back up, hopefully, that pitcher that lasted a good amount of innings and throw for only one inning. And then um, before the Brewers traded him, they had a really, really good reliever who they designated as their closing reliever or their closing pitcher. And that was Josh Hader. And he is your go-to, your lockdown pitcher that will win you the game, that won't give up any hits, theoretically, won't give up any runs, and will win you the game. And we saw a great example of that from Hader after he was traded in the postseason. He had a decent amount of saves there, locked it down for the Padres in that postseason. Um, but he is your go-to uh, player that will close the game out. And if I were to throw it in a so rare perspective right now, I'd say you definitely want to stack your lineup with a bit of each. But if you were to go the reliever route, I would definitely go more towards that closer route because they can get what is called saves. And saves are worth um, 10, 10, 10, 10 points. points. Yeah. 10. And that's simply if your team, it's it's a little bit more complicated than this, but basically if your team is winning by three runs or less and he holds that team to not scoring or even scoring, but still um, winning, uh, you get 10 points just for that. So whereas other relievers that aren't closing out the game, that aren't finishing off the game, but are still coming in for relief can get what are called holds. And that's for holding a team. Um, to no runs and staying in the lead. And that's worth five, I believe. So Devin Williams can get me holds with his crazy changeup screwball. Um, but yeah, so again, sum it all up. We got starting pitchers that are going to pitch once a week. They're going to eat up a lot of innings, a lot of pitches. And then after that, we got relief pitchers that can pitch multiple innings as well, but usually we'll only pitch about one. Sometimes they only come in for less than that. They come in for less, maybe like a batter or two um because of the matchup and so on and so forth but we got closing pitchers and closing pitchers are your really really good relievers that are going to finish the game off for you uh essentially your best bullpen arm your best relief arm so whew, uh what do you guys got what do you think in terms of a so rare perspective how do you 
like balance between buying a lot of starters and no relievers or do you want to balance out between like a middle relief a closer and one starter what do you guys do yeah so to go a little bit more into like the the pitchers um most teams will have around five starting pitchers um and the first one or two are their their top guys their aces as they call them and then the other three are kind of just more middle of the line guys for starting pitchers. So you want to target those, those one to two um, starting pitchers. Those are going to be the best guys on the team for that position. Um, and then you kind of want to match up schedules. So you want one starter, one ace that's going for one game week and then have another one that's going for the next game week because the other one won't be playing most likely because it is five days normally between um, their starts. So you're kind of wanting to to line up schedules, find the the top one or two pitchers on a team and go for that guy and match it up with a different guy who will be for a different game week. And then for relief pitchers, um, they come from what's called the bullpen. And most teams will carry, I'd say probably eight to 10 relievers on their team. And most teams will have two different types of bullpens, their A bullpen and their B bullpen. The A bullpen is is their top guys that come in when the team is winning. Their B bullpen are the guys that come in normally when the team isn't doing as well and probably losing. So you also want to target those guys that are coming out of the A bullpen. And you want to target the guys that are coming in later in the game, the eighth, the ninth inning, and are getting those holds and those saves, as you said before. So that's kind of my idea. Um, that's who I would target on teams for pitching. Yeah. The thing I'd add is from a sober lineup perspective or SO7, you have to have one starting pitcher and you have to have one relief pitcher. Technically, you can play uh, with that super flex spot, another one of either of those, uh, but you you have to have um, at least uh, one of each of the position types. And like, like Jacob called out, you generally want a closer as a relief pitcher. However, um, the the one frustrating thing is these kind of guys have said these relief pitchers only come in in certain situations, and if that situation doesn't happen during a game week, you can easily have a DNP. So that was one of the very frustrating things for me uh, with my relief spot is I had no idea, especially in the the three the weekend game week, which only had three games. There's a very good chance that my 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 relief pitcher doesn't even take the mound at all. Uh, because the the situation never worked out for his team whereas a starter they're they're generally like 99 percent of the time locked to pitch and what's cool about sower mlb is that when you're in the lineup builder there's a nice little badge that the starter gets if he has uh is if he's expected to pitch in that game week so you don't even have to guess as to who is starting and who is not it's really where that relief pitcher comes in that that becomes the mystery this kind of gets me to the first kind of cheat code, if you will, which is the relief pitchers that become starters. So I think we're going to see more of this over time. This is definitely a more advanced concept. We'll cover off in, um, I would say, other episodes than this primer on baseball. But just know that um, there there will be players that uh, in Sora MLB that have that dual eligibility. So you can technically play a starting pitcher in that relief pitcher spot and lock in that that extra position. And I'm sure as you if if you are familiar with Sower MLB, 
the person that comes to mind is Spencer Strider's fan club, baby. (laughs) Uh, He, what, so generally we see this with very young pitchers who don't, they typically start out throwing two to three innings out of the bullpen. Exactly. We're going to see more and more of that. So they typically earn that relief pitcher because they're coming out of the bullpen, but then they quickly become a starter. Uh, So those I think are going to be the cheat codes eventually going forward. And we saw the lot last year with Spencer Strider. Um, so I would say personally, really pitchers are frustrating unless you have Spencer Strider, uh, whereas starting pitchers are a little bit more fun um, because you get to you get to know that they're playing and, and hopefully expect a good game out of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I will say another, not necessarily cheat code, but a way to guarantee yourself a starter and not have to try and pull an Andrew and head to that market and pull and buy a starting pitcher every week is to buy, say, three starting pitchers from the same team. Yep. Uh, because they will not start. They will not play in the same day. They can't. <laughs> and they're, yeah, they can't. Uh, that's just not how baseball works. So if you want to differentiate your lineup enough to where you should have enough starting pitchers for the game weeks in said week, uh, get probably three. I think two is a little risky because sometimes the game weeks could line up a little weird. But if you got three pitchers from the same team, usually they're not all going to be pitching all in that same game week and then sitting all in the next game week. So um yeah but um i guess uh we don't we can't really get too in depth into scoring or anything like that which we will in other episodes but we will get into so rare positioning uh before the end of this episode because these uh pitcher catcher first second third short right center and left fielders are not how they're positioned in so rare could it be maybe maybe we could see an so9 hmm coming up oh, yeah. as a limited game mode that'd be sweet where we see where uh every position is required to play or as andrew mentioned i believe it was off camera before we were talking a collection a scouting mission of all nine positions was that on camera i don't yeah, remember that was that was on this episode, camera, man. On oh, camera. Yeah. yeah of all nine positions uh like a scouting mission something like that but uh no what we have right now is so7 as andrew calls it um and so7 is a bit different because we don't designate between positions but rather like the spot on the field i guess so um we have first and foremost a starting pitcher and a relief pitcher easy enough uh that's what we just went over We'll start your starters. Let's say Corbin Burns for the Brewers is a starter. And then we'll follow him up with Devin Williams, who is the reliever. Once Burns wears out or whatever, gives up too many hits, so on and so forth. Then instead of going uh, in, or sorry, first, second, third, short, catcher, so on and so forth, we have corner infielders and we have middle infielders. And corner infielders are just two positions. It's just first and third base. Uh, And these positions are going to tend to be a little more of your power positions, I would say. Uh, It's just kind of how. Yeah, yeah. Less running. Third base is kind of a more lateral side-to-side position. First base, same thing. 
you're not really running towards the base. I mean, you are. It's it, 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 beside the point. It's beside the point. First baseman and third baseman. Uh, let's look at, say, Pete Alonzo and Rowdy Tellez. Those are both first basemen. But they're, they're bigger guys that don't run as quick, but they hit a lot of home runs. Um, they are going to be playing your corner infielder position. So it'll be a little more powerful. Um, whereas catcher, second base, and shortstop are a part of your middle infielder position. And again, a little more of a contact, at least historically based contact oriented positions there, the shortstop, second, and catcher. I will say about this middle infield position, Catcher. Catcher is probably the most difficult position in baseball. I don't know why I'm saying probably. Catcher is the most difficult position to play in yep. baseball by far and the most grueling and the most wearing. And catchers will require a little more of a rest period than other positions because say uh, you're out there in right field, there's a chance that a single ball doesn't come your way the entire day on defense whereas a catcher is fielding every single pitch thrown while wearing gear while crouched in a very awkward position uh so catchers will require a little more rest and i would say in that case you don't really want someone that has a chance to rest you want to play someone who's going to be playing every day because baseball scores are cumulative and shortstop second base you will get players who are playing more often everyday players such as Newly signed to your Chicago Cubs, Dansby Swanson, Boo. Uh, Boo. is a middle infielder, shortstop. But then we get on to our oh, wait, wait. outfielders. Jake, I oh, got the. Go I want to. I want to add something to the catcher too. Oh, I'm a. Oh, I'm oh. a big. I'm a big anti-catcher person. Okay. Um, I don't. Yeah, personally, I. I. I don't. I try not to have any catchers. Um, there's maybe like one or two I consider an, an exception. <laughs> I would say in addition to what Jacob added, which is like in a given three-day game week, I would expect a catcher to play only two of the three. Whereas if I had a second base or shortstop, they're going to play three of the three games. So just a no-brainer. The other thing, I personally think that catchers are more judged on their defensive capabilities than their offensive capabilities. Uh, you'll see catchers, I think, with generally lower batting averages than other positions. Because quite honestly, they're harder to replace because not everyone can catch whereas you can generally train somebody to rotate either between the infield or outfield it's a slightly different way of organizing yourself but by and large catchers really don't rotate. guys don't become catchers uh, so i think the job security there means that they can get away with a 240 average and not lose their job um but yeah. we're also fans I, I, of the I, Brewers, so I don't know if you're just biased on that. Maybe it's just Brewers catchers. Yeah, hey, maybe, they got a good one though. They got a good one now. Yeah, so. but um, but a good but a good catcher is still like a middle of the road, like right, second baseman right. from an offensive standpoint. True. Right. So, anyways, we got a we got a starting pitcher, we got our relief pitcher, we got our middle infielder, we got our corner infielder. That's four. So now, fifth position in Sorare is outfielder. So left plus center plus right, just one of those you can choose from. Um, again, as we established earlier, this one currently from a so rare perspective, it doesn't really matter what position you're choosing from. There is no like anti-catcher position in the outfield. Um, but yeah, that leaves still two more positions left. And there is, there's a two flex. Sorry, there are two flex positions 
I forget what they're called, Andrew. Do you remember? Do you, can you remind me what they're called? Hitter, hitter, and flex. One is called and, flex, so, okay. and one is called hitter. So essentially, hitter is any player in the game that doesn't pitch or Shohei Otani. <laughs> oh yeah. So it yeah. God. So it can't be Spencer Strider, Jacob Degrom, Corbin Burns. But it also can't be Otani, even if he isn't pitching and he's just playing offense that day. Um, and then the flex position can be anyone. It can be a starter. It can be a reliever. It can be an outfielder, infielder, middle infielder, corner infielder. It can be a catcher. I wouldn't recommend it. This one requires a little more strategy. I think personally, after playing for the first two months, I think if you want to hit it big, your position players, your outfield players, as you will in soccer, will have a better chance to score higher than a starter, a reliever, or a well, a catcher, obviously. So usually I would try and throw an extra position player uh, in this flex position as well. But in a pinch, I would throw a starting pitcher in there. Absolutely. So there you have it, SO7. Uh, we don't know if they're going to be adding anything else like SO9 or offense or defense, but it'd be awesome to see. But right now, that's all we got. But what what do you think? Do you like how the positions kind of line up? It's something we've never really talked about on the podcast. Do you think they did it right with the seven position system? Because it's kind of limiting how uh, corner infielders, there's only two positions to choose from, but say outfielders, there's three, middle, there's three. Do you think they did it right there? You want to see just something different with more game modes to come? It won't really matter. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think I think they, they did a good job with the positioning. The one position that to me doesn't make any sense is the catcher position. As Andrew said before, um, most of the time, a catcher is not going to score better than a second baseman or shortstop. And I think that sort of forces catchers into an obsolete position for so rare. Um, and I would like to see a game mode or just overall um, a, a version where catchers are more important. Um, that being said, there is only one starting catcher per team, and then they rotate, obviously. But the, the main starting catcher, there is only one per team, and that would make them much more expensive comparatively to the other positions where you can, like you said, there's two or three different options. Um, but I guess, it, no, because pitchers, there's a lot of pitchers, so... Yeah. That would make them the most the most rare, you could say. Um, so I understand why it is the way that it is, but I also don't like that catchers are just completely not. I mean, like Andrew said, there is some exceptions, but most catchers are pretty much not useful at this point. But I think for, I for how it is now. I wouldn't say not useful because you, I mean, on any given day, William Contreras could hit three home runs. Right, but I think on any given game week he can hit five home runs. Right, but, but I think over the course of a season, right, right. odds are shortstops and second basemen's are going to be scoring better than catchers. Mm-hmm. Right, but the, the, I, the I, I don't mind from, it. Go ahead. Yeah, I I personally like, I I'm I'm so it's funny like the I because we all have played fantasy baseball before switching into silver baseball. I personally, so in, in, in typically in the, I think standard fantasy format, the only position that um, is kind of uh, position agnostic is the outfield. Typically you'll see 
you can just start three outfielders. They don't really care if it's a center left or right. Um, but you generally are playing one of each of the catcher, first base, shortstop, etc. Um, but I always hated playing a catcher personally. It just felt like uh, I, I was, I, I don't know, maybe I'm just really bad at drafting catchers, but man, I just, it's the just so hater. boring. The catcher hardest hater. position in baseball and you're hating on it. It is, I will admit, it is the most um, skilled. No, it is the most skilled. Um, but like from a offensive, it just, it's just different. It's a different part of the game. It's like asking a goalkeeper to take three kicks, in my opinion. I don't know. Um, hey, maybe not that. that don't extent, give him too but... many ideas. Dude, Neuer would absolutely take free kicks given right. the opportunity. Yeah. Well, he, he's, oh, no, he we, can't we, right, right now because his leg's it. broken. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, yeah. Oh yeah, there you have it. The positions one, the baseball primer. That's the friends episode. The position. That, yeah. Okay, wait, wait, no, 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 no. That's, that, that sounds a little sus. Like Ariana Grande album. Um, <laughs> yeah, the baseball primer one. I like that better. Well, not- the, the one, the the one thing we forgot to explain is where does the batter stand? Uh, or who is so? And when we covered positions, we are speaking in defensive terms. Uh, so all of the positions we we listed out those are where the players are aligned when they're playing defense and we'll get into how baseball works probably in a future primer yeah um but yeah, i yeah. think from we'll a position we'll standpoint but i think it's important to note like where the offensive players generally go uh within the field josh if you want to explain that one you want me to pull the picture back up or leave it yeah i think the, the picture the picture was beautiful Actually, you know yeah, what? Since you since you pulled the picture down, I was ready to just move on to the sporkle. Honestly, I was like, yeah, kind of depressed. I'm gonna be honest. The picture is no longer available. Wow, you you messed That's up. Right. I might have actually. Yeah, stopped. so but, I think well, I think what Andrew is hinting at is when someone hits the ball, where do they go? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'll, and if I'll, you saw on uh, on that picture, if you remember, there's four bases. The first one is home home plate. Um. And that's where you stand. That's where you receive the pitches as a batter. And lefties will stand on the right side of the plate. We're looking top down. Paying attention here. Lefties stand on the right side of the plate. That makes Righties sense. stand on the left side of the plate. <laughs> Righties hit the ball to left field. Oh God. Lefties hit the ball to right field. Now, if the player hits a single, they run to first base. The player hits a double, they got to round first base and get to second. Triple, same thing, all the way to third. Home run, you can technically hit a ball inside the park and run as fast as you can, and I'll make it all the way to home plate and inside the park home run. But home runs usually happen only if the ball will go outside in fair territory, of course. Uh, so in between those two lines, in between first and third, those corner infield positions. But yeah. Players can't occupy a base at the same time, but multiple bases can be occupied at the same time. Still following yeah. here? So first, second, third can all be occupied. We got a bases loaded scenario here. They can all be empty. First can be occupied. First can be empty. Second can be occupied. So on and so forth. But yeah, uh, single, like first, that. double, second, triple, third. It's and pretty straightforward. Well, I... It's just there's no other sport really that does this sort of things so yeah it's, it. it's it's definitely weird i i would say you know i think like in listening you rattle off all of your baseball knowledge i think it's like we gotta um i think dedicate a whole episode to yeah, just yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. i feel like 
today was just, just just positions, which I think honestly we literally covered a whole hour just in where people stand yeah. and what that means from an SO5. So I definitely think we got to do the proper diligence with covering what a single means, maybe even show some videos of it to illustrate that. Ooh, we could even have a lefty videos. and a righty. Yeah, some 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 Twitter videos. There uh, we go. Maybe even the same player hitting the cycle, and we can explain it that way. Wow. Wow. There We're we just go. gonna get fill them with knowledge. Whoa. But yep. yeah. Hopefully you took away a little bit of what Jacob was saying. But if not, we got to in future yeah. episodes. We'll hopefully you better episode. understand baseball positions as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we got we got an ender. We got a sporkle quiz. Just because oh, yeah. it's a baseball episode doesn't mean we're uh, we're not doing something fun. As right. obviously baseball is the most boring of the three so rare sports. Wow. We need to end it. <laughs> I'm just catering <laughs> to the crowd. Oh, baseball is boring. <laughs> um, pull it up. We are guessing yeah, we MLB stadiums by a very zoomed in picture of part of that stadium is this in like an example <laughs> picture right here i think it is oh gosh okay oh man so, all right well I, we just me, send this in it looks like i have so are wait, wait, wait i haven't clicked play yet probably and, 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 and for the record are we guessing the city or are we guessing the ballpark name i believe it's the ballpark but i, I, guess I, I the don't MLB stadium guess the mlb picture. stadium all right here we go. Ready? So remember, Nash, go. you can click next. Yep, I got it. You don't have to guess this one right away. I got it. I think so. All right, here we go. Five Bang. and two in a brick wall. Is that it looks, Baltimore? It looks like Baltimore. Yeah, it's Camden. raining. Camden. What's Camden. their state? Camden Yards. Camden, Camden Yards. Yards. Nope. Oops. All right. On to the next. Wait, don't you have to hit enter or? Nope. No, I think it would just come up. It's not right? it. Well, it's not is it. that how you spell it? Okay. <laughs> yep. All right. Yeah. Uh, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Okay. This Coors. is Coors Angels. Field. Oh. No, it's no, not. That's, where, that's oh, where the it's Angels. Angels play. It's not. It's, it's, Which that's is the called. that is uh, Angel Stadium. Is, is it just it's Angel Stadium? It's it's Angel Stadium. Oh, that's Stadium. Angel Stadium. So that I like that. Hit here, cafe. That might be Denver. Yeah, that looks like the Rockies font on the. I believe that is Coors Field. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. nope. Wow. Oh, There's man. not a lot of fans in the stands. Is that not, is that a uh, Tampa Bay? No, 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 not Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah, that could be. No, 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 no. Trop. Um, the trop. It's not. It's not. Gosh, I don't know. Miami. What? Miami. That's what I was thinking. I didn't skip it. We'll get it. We'll get it. We got 20 minutes. We don't yeah. got to rush this one. We don't got to rush. This Big one. Mac land. Big Mac. This is easy. This is easy. If you're a Pujols fan, you know this one for yep. sure. This one's been around since early 2000s, Bush? not before. Is it uh, Bush, Bush Stadium? Bush? In, yep, in St. Louis. Hey, Pujols. Shout out, yep. Mr. Seven Hundred. Oh, this is where the Mets play. Yep. Speaking of so the that's Mets, the Big Apple. That's a uh, City Field. Is it still yeah, City Field? Not, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. It's, Used to be uh, we Stadium. know this one. This is the Flash Giants. This is, of course, oh, they yeah. used six. And they, 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 they could use any sort of splash hit picture. I mean, that number goes up to the. That is funny. What is there? That blanking. is. Is it called Oracle now? Is it? Yeah. Or is it still called AT T? Is it still called AT? It is Oracle Park. Nope, yeah, it's it. called Oracle now. Yep. This is the. Ooh, twins, that's isn't Yankee it? Stadium, isn't it? What? What? No, oh, no, this no, is no, Target it's, yeah, Field. It's, it's the twins. It's the, it's the twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
because yeah, oh, there's it's the not. Time. It's not. No, it's that's not. that's the Guardians. Where the Guardians play? See the track. Oh. It's, yeah. Oh yeah. It's where do they play? Oh God, is that field called something else? What if you just do like Guardians Stadium? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll think about it. All right, Keep all right. going. Keep you going. think about it. You think about it. Okay, this is oh. Arizona. There's no roof. Oh, I see the roof. Okay. Is it? Um, is it not? Wait. No, it is. There's the retractable roof up there. They're one of the only ones that have. Yeah, um, and Air, Arizona Stadium gosh, is, is called Chase Field. Chase Field, yes, Chase. of course. Let's go. Hey, Miller Park. It's Miller Park, what which is actually American now Family. American Family Field. Let's go. Making me type out. Oh, oh no, Miller Park. Wait. Oh, that's interesting. It's definitely let's do. Like oh, that. it's hey! outdated. It's outdated. Okay, this, this one's is great easy. American. Pretty easy. Oh yeah. Where the Cincinnati yep. Reds play? Yep. This is Yankee Stadium. Yankee Stadium. Yes. Yes. Very easy. Oh, that's all they made me type in. Okay. This is Coors Field. No, no, no. no. Yeah, that's is. uh, that's that's Philadelphia. That's Philadelphia. Oh, is it? They both yeah. have the the landscape in the in center that's field. That's Citizens Bank Park. Yeah. I was just bank. Why isn't it typing bank? Okay. <laughs> yep. Yep. I've been to that stadium before. You've been that here too, right? That is San, San Diego. And I've also San been there. That's Safeco. S-A-F-E-C-O. I almost put in Petco. Yep, because it is Petco, not I was Safeco. Say, Safeco, yeah. is, Safeco is Washington. Yep, you're right. You're right. You're right. This oh. is the oh, no. trap, right? Is this trap? That's yeah, because it's, yeah, yeah, it's the yeah. race. It's Trump. Because there's nobody there. Yeah, that's another way. Very to nice. To. Very nice. What on earth is this, dude? Is that Detroit? I don't even know. I don't know. What is that? What is that? There's no stands. It's speakers. That's weird. That is weird. I don't know. I'll have to Let's think about it. that. Uh, this picture is very, very blurry, and unfortunately, yeah. on my screen. Yeah, it's blurry that, in here too. Budweiser. Is that the Rangers' old stadium? Yeah, let's try that. What is? What would I don't even know. Called? I don't know. Keep Rangers going. Stadium. Skip it. Skip it. Skip it. Here's there's, your, there's, there's Target Field. Boy, come on. It literally says Target Field right there. Oh, we got it. The rooftop. rooftop. That's, that is Coors, Coors Field, Field, I believe. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. This looks like Rogers Center? Is that Toronto with yeah, the blue seats? Right. Yep. Very I nice. Because it's Canada. Oh, um, that's um where the <sighs> White Sox play, right? Um Yeah, but what's it guaranteed, right? Isn't but is it yeah, but if you guaranteed oh. rate, yeah, guaranteed. Rate. So it's gonna be US cellular. It's gonna be US cellular. Yeah. Which it is no longer cellular field. What? Stadium? Stadium? Um guaranteed rate park? <laughs> you spell guaranteed wrong. What warranted? What is it? A E N T right hey! if i only knew how to spell this is houston. let's go houston, houston is um 
I was like, there's no way that like U.S. Cellular was from years ago. Houston um, is um, this is Houston. This is Minute Maid. Minute Maid. Yes. I knew it was another lemonade. Yeah. One. Sorry, I was still caught up on um the last one. Oh, this is Pittsburgh. This is Pittsburgh. This is this is PNC. Um, PNC. 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 PNC Park. Park. Yes, sir. Brewers dominate. Oh, boo. Wrigley. Boo. Wrigley. Wrigley boo. Dansby Swanson, Cody Bellinger. This what are is you Kansas saying? City. Yep. Um. Come on, you got this one. This oh. one's. It's a weird one, isn't it? Touch of the K. Kaminsky. K A U F. Kaufman Field. K A U F M A N N. Kaufman. K A U F F M A N. Oh what? What? Stadium? It's stadium. I googled it. It's not field. Oh, cheating. Yeah. No, I we know what it's called. This is um the Nationals. I've yep. been there. I was just there this summer. Safeco? It's Nationals nope. Park. It's just called Nationals. Yeah. Oh. Safeco's Washington. Ooh, that's that's Baltimore. This is Camden. Oh yeah. Camden yeah. Yards. That's, that's the Baltimore flag. That's the Maryland flag. Is it not Camden? Orioles Park? Is that what they call it? Orioles Park. That's right. Oh At Camden God. Yards. That's right. This I is forgot Oakland. it's that stupid like yeah. British name, like Stoke upon Trent. Okay. <laughs> what is Oakland's? The Coliseum. Um, it's the just Coliseum. called the Coliseum. Yeah. Co- oh, God. You're oh, God. Let's hear his Nosh is going to get exposed. How do you spell Coliseum? There's only one L, I think. Coliseum? C O L. Coliseum? No, is it not two... called that? We're exposing ourselves. No, there's definitely an I, right? It's that. Maybe it's not called that. C O L O S S. No, C O L O S S E U M. Two L's? What the heck? No, one L. C O L O L I. Oh, it's S-E-U-M. C-O-L-I-S-U-M. Yeah, S-E-U-M. there's multiple spellings of it. What? Today What's it I called? Learned. What's it called? <laughs> A's Park, Oakland. Oh, man. I don't know. Next. Wow, that's... It's called the Coliseum. Did, did, it, did it call it Oakland? It's did just it the seat. It's the red seat. It's the red seat. Is that that's, not That's Fenway. Montreal? That's Fenway. No, it's Fenway. Oh, yeah. Where... It's Fenway. Vlad Guerrero hit his 500 foot home run. Good call. I've been there on the tour. Yeah, yeah. It says the That's Cleveland. A big stadium. But it's not in Cleveland. We already did. No, we didn't do Cleveland yet, did we? No, we didn't. That no. was the one that we we couldn't think about, and I haven't been thinking about it. Not gonna lie. It says Is the it Clevelander State... right there, so I don't know. Is it State Farm Field? State <laughs> Farm Field. <laughs> The Guardian Guardians Park, Indians. Oh man, keep going, keep going. There's one more. Chop House. Oh, where is this? We haven't done Dodgers Stadium yet, by the way. Oh, true. Is that the one All with right. the mm-hmm. the colors? Oh yeah, yeah, that is, that is, that is, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which oh, no. was that? This one? I feel like the middle Chop 15, House is. Or no. Is either... this Dodger Stadium? No. Are you sure? 
I think it is. In center it. field with that big. Yep. Yeah. You, what? Yep. Let's it was. go. Good call. Good call. Good call. I was going to say, what stadium has like nothing in center field? Toyota Field? That has to be Atlanta then. That has this to be one? Truist. Yeah. It has to be Atlanta. Nope. Field. Truist Field. Truist field. Truist no Stadium. No. So we haven't done Atlanta yet. Is that Truist? Oh, yeah. And it's in right field? No. No. I think it's Park. Truist Park, right? Yeah. Which Should we give ourselves one more minute? Yeah, do it. Come on. Go back over. Toyota Field? <laughs> one of these is Truist, then. This one? That, yeah, no, this is Atlanta. This is yeah. Atlanta. This yeah. is Atlanta. Yep, 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 yep. Field. What was it called before? Because, like, know. Miller Park? Brave Stadium? Right. Yeah. Oh, SunTrust. counted it. It counted it. SunTrust. It counted it. Well, what else either way, we done? for the listeners out there, it's now called Truist. Um, Wait, what about the Reds? Seattle? The is Reds? this Seattle? We've done the Reds. This is Safeco. No. Oh. No. Mark? Go oh, next. dude, the rainy one. The rainy one is Seattle. It would make sense. 15. Come no, on. it's not. Come on. Come on, give us what's at the end. Is this Seven, one a safe co? Six. Try it. Four. Two. Uh, all right. No. Well, give that's, us. That's a very well, good bet... effort. Marlins. We actually oh. got the average, boys. Hey. So, no. I think if we would have done the full 20 minutes, we totally could have got it. Oakland Coliseum. Oakland Coliseum. Why did he give it to us? So I'm going to count that one for sure. Yeah, that's kind of BS. This next one. Oh, that was. Not this okay. one. The next one is Texas with the weird blurry picture. Globe, Globe Life. Life. I couldn't remember the name oh, of it. It's wow. new, but it's Texas. Progressive. Progressive. Oh, oh duh. Oh. That's Cleveland. T-Mobile. Um, T-Mobile is now Safeco. So that yeah. was right. Oh, that and was Camerica. We should have right. got that. Uh, so Detroit. Not bad. Four out of those six we got. We just didn't know the name of them the name, in yeah. Sporkle. But we knew the name that we grew up with. <laughs> yeah, right. And we couldn't That's spell Coliseum. They change so all there the we time. Have it. So not bad. The MLB one. Amazing we'll have boys. more of these coming. More of these coming there for sure go. in the future. But um, there we yeah. are. As always, thank you guys for listening. Uh, don't forget to leave us a rating wherever you are listening to our podcast. And also check out the Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, all the above. We appreciate it greatly. We appreciate all the support. Have a great new year. We hope you had a great holidays as well. And we will catch you in the next one. Uh, you just attended batting practice. Now you're ready to get in the game. Peace. Peace.